Clubhouse has been described as the new kid on the block in the global social networking audio milieu. And it's quickly caught fire with young Namibians and has got them talking too. For those who don't know it, it's an audio app that allows up to 5,000 people to get together to communicate in various voice chat rooms. There are all kinds of conversations on a huge variety of topics happening at any given time, from virtual clubbing to book club chats to discussions around race and identity. And with me today to talk about this new phenomenon in the world of social media is Tuteleni Asino, Associate Professor in Educational Technology at the Oklahoma State University in the United States and one of the first few young Namibians who took to this platform with alacrity and who regularly moderates discussions himself. So welcome to Teleni at this horrible hour uh, of the morning on your side uh, via Zoom and thanks so much for joining me in the second episode of the second season of the NMT's Free Speak podcast, where we talk about all things media. Thank you for, uh, for the invitation. I'm glad to be uh, able to talk with you. Thank you again to Teleni. So while I was doing some background on this podcast, I was surprised to read that Clubhouse was launched in March 2020 in the US as an invite-only community of mainly venture capitalists. Elon Musk apparently popped up on the forum and seemed to help popularize this app. It was only in July this year that it was opened up to anyone who wanted to gain access. So you were one of those young Namibians who got onto it early. What, uh, Tuteleni, initially captured your interest about the Clubhouse app? Um, for me, it was um, a variety of reasons. One, because of of my work around uh, mobile devices, um, I was originally drawn to it. And then also because of the aspect of it being an audio only, which meant that it was a little bit more accessible mm -hmm. since it would um, not uh, require a lot of bandwidth. Right. Um, I've always been captivated by audio only platforms and also because the importance of, of audio and, and storytelling in an African context. So I just really thought that it was going to be um, uh, an important and, and game-changer application in the context that I'm interested in. Okay. Uh, so that was really one of the things that drew me to it initially. Right. And um, obviously, yes, you got onto it fairly soon. But Tuteleni, perhaps for the benefit of some who may listen to this podcast who may not know, uh, once they've downloaded the Clubhouse app on their cell phones, where do they go from there? And perhaps give us an idea of what's on offer in terms of discussions in the Namibian house, as it's known. The Clubhouse app is relatively um, easy to use because once you download the app and you open it, you are presented with a variety of topics um, that you can choose from. And underneath all those different topics, there are different uh, groups that you can join that focus on those topics, which are called clubs. Right. And underneath each of those clubs, there is um, different rooms um, that you can join. So, for example, uh, in our context, we created um, the Namibia House Club. Right. And underneath that club, we have a variety of topics that we cover. Um, so, uh, just a quick um, overview, we would have things like 
on um on on sunday we'll have people who are um uh interested in religion we'll have maybe uh, a hymn session okay. and then on monday we'll have a, a room that focus on 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 Namibian scholarships, uh, much more of an academic-oriented room. And then we'll have a uh, mental um, uh, health room. We'll have uh, jobs and career. Um, we'll have um, our main hall room, which, which uh, Gwen, you were a part of, which we basically highlight uh, national-related topics uh, in, in the country. Okay. Um, so at this point, you know, we started off really with only about six or so people, uh, and it was just a few of us who were drawn to this, and it has just ballooned to now where we have uh, well over 11,000 Namibians on the app. Wow. And because we have grown so much, uh, you now have all different kind of rooms that are popping up uh, in any different topic, whether you're interested in entrepreneurship. Uh, whether you're interested in, in music or even someone had a, a room of just playing video games or, or DJ playing music. Um, one of the things that I was very proud of in um, the last few months, we started doing a lot more of health topics, right. uh, especially around uh, when we were noticing that there were just not enough people being safe around COVID or taking the vaccines. Okay. So we would bring in doctors. So we had the first lady and, and we... Um, we have Dr. Haufiku and, and so many others coming in. Um, and then whenever a new topic comes up that is much more of national oriented, like for example, when our two athletes were, were banned from competing in the 400 meters, we had someone from the Ministry of, um, of Youth come in and, and, and discuss this. So the goal of, for, for a lot of what we do in Namibia House Club really is to inform um, and then bring in experts in that area to have those kind of conversations. Um, so it has really grown so much that um, we are now, I think, at this point where uh, uh, just about any topic uh, is being is being covered in the Nigeria House. Right, and I gather the one with the athletes was a very popular one. But, uh, you know, uh, Tutelini, maybe just to ask, because, again, we talk about the Namibian uh, Clubhouse app, but that doesn't mean that other people uh, on the global spectrum can't join in, Right. No, they, um, and, and this is, this is the, the, um, the other reason why I stuck with it and why, it, why it's such a big draw is uh, initially the first few months, you noted Elon Musk uh, being uh, on the app. When right. they first launched it, you would have people like Elon Musk, people like uh, Oprah, people like Bill Gates uh, coming on mm -hmm. uh, to really generate momentum and attention to it. Um, the, the thing that I found interesting about the Namibia House specifically is that uh, it's Namibians all around the globe, um, whether you're located in the U.S., whether you're in, in Europe, whether you're okay. in, in Canada, uh, it's everywhere. But you can also join tons of rooms for people anywhere. Uh, at this point, I think just about anywhere on the planet um, where there's a cell phone signal, you can find somebody on Clubhouse and you can communicate with. Um, and it's even more evident now around the Olympics when they introduce a feature where you can uh, put your flag there okay. so you can actually be in the room and see multiple flags to see where people are coming from so it's really um, a, 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 a great network app where you can get in touch with anybody just from anywhere yeah it's it's just as I say I find it I've been on once or twice but uh, I really find it quite incredible in some ways and that's leads me to the next question to you which is 
why do you think somehow that this has developed into such a powerful networking tool among Namibians? I mean, we're talking only audio here. Um, so do you think it complements other social media platforms, such as Facebook and Twitter or Instagram? Or do you think the youth are looking for alternatives to those long-established sites? You know, I've always been told the youth like visuals. And of course, here we have an app which, which is only audio. Uh, what do you think? Why why is it caught on like this? Um, I think part of the reason for me this the um, clubhouse uh, uh, is is popular. Is that for example, if you look at places like Twitter, it's very much unidirectional. You post um, your uh, your information, and perhaps somebody can come back later and and respond. Uh, uh, it, it's really it's not synchronous. The joy of of clubhouse is that you're in the space someone says something and you have really a conversation uh, very much like being on the, on the, um, on the telephone. Right. Uh, and there's also, I think that appeal of, you know, um, I'm not so sure how, I think that the, the, the visual medium has been a little bit exhausting in a lot of ways right. um, because there's a lot of pretense that you have to put on when you can, uh, when you when there's a visual medium involved. Um, so I think it has a little bit of a, um, of a lower um, buy-in in a, in a lot of ways. And also that um, there is no, in, in social media research, we call uh, a lot of these uh, Twitter media uh, where you can have a, an emotional hit and run, where you post something and you run away from it, no matter how offensive it is. Exactly. In Clubhouse, that's a little bit different. You, you can't do that. Uh, if I say something offensive to, uh, to you, when you call me out right, right then and there. Right. So it just provided a little bit of a different, um, a different venue, and I think also the way it was introduced, it seemed to be a little bit more constructive. Um, you know, in the Namibia House, for example, our 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 principles are very much uh, basic: is that if you're not being respectful in this space, we ask you to leave. If you're in a in a room or on stage where you're being offensive to somebody, we tell you to uh, to to leave the stage. Uh, that, of course, does not mean that we censor uh, people uh, and does not mean that we don't have um, complicated conversations. Um, but it, it just I think it just provided a, 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 an opportunity for people to really interact much more in real time than something like Facebook would or, or Twitter would. Right. And also that was actually led into what I wanted to ask you next to Teleni, which is, whether you think it's possible to keep these standards high on Clubhouse um, so that it doesn't deteriorate into mudslinging like much of the rest of social media? Or do you think things are pretty much in the hands of the moderator as to whether he or she allows participants to trade insults or indulge in hateful speech and other negatives? Uh, I believe there were problems of hate speech in the early stages of Clubhouse, which is why the content moderation guidelines were introduced. And of course, on the other hand, I guess anyone can set up a chat room. So the risks are ever present of things getting out of hand. Or what are your yeah. thoughts? No, it really is up to the moderators to be able to gather conversation. And I think it was easier to, um, to abide by principles when it was really uh, a small group. Um, and, and even we're finding that in the Namibia House that the more people we have on there, uh, the more it grows. And, and now it's not just the Namibia House on, on Clubhouse. We have 
other Namibians starting up multiple clubs as well. Exactly. Um, and, and some of those has been um, a blowback against some of the principles that we, that we have put in because we're like, no, you're not, we're not going to allow you to have this kind of uh, insult uh, to each other in our space. And right. people have said, no, well, you, you can't censor us or control us. We want to have all these type of other talks um, on our own. So there is a lot of different clubs where uh, I just don't even want to be in it because there's right. a lot of these, um, like you said, mudslinging. Um, uh, and, and it just, it, it is going to be incredibly tough because uh, once the, the app was opened up to Android uh, users, uh, which are much, much more of, of a larger audience than iPhone users. The number just grew exponentially. It is going to be uh, very difficult uh, to keep to those standards. Exactly. And, you know, I've noticed on my own Twitter feed in response to, to a tweet I put out a few days ago just to say, you know, how it's important to inform your own opinions and so on before you tweet or express yourself on social media, the blowback was immediate uh, mm -hmm. among some youth who say they felt freedom of expression means that anything goes and they can say whatever they like, no matter how insightful or hurtful to others. So I wanted to ask you kind of a two-pronged question, whether you think this kind of viewpoint is very prevalent among uh, younger people and also on uh, Clubhouse itself. Are you aware if there's any kind of central-based moderation of the choice of topics and content of, of discussion? I mean, the nice thing is that all these various uh, chat rooms um, provide users with lots of choices, but it mm -hmm. also does provide opportunity for entrenching regressive views and disinformation, be it anti-vaccination groups or 5G conspiracy theories and so on. What are your thoughts on that, Tutileni? There's a, uh, I think I've seen a development of um, of a view of what freedom of speech means to some people, where um, people equate freedom of speech from freedom of responsibility. Right. Uh, and and just wanting to say whatever you you, you want, and um, even if you're not in in form. Um, I was reading a book. Um, I think about a, a last month. I think the author is Tom Nichols on uh, the death of expertise, where um, anyone thinks that just because they have an opinion, they should be on the same level as someone who's an expert. Right. Um, I have yes, I have a I have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor, so I'm not going to be claiming. Uh, to know more about cancer than somebody who is actually a specialist uh, on, on oncology. Exactly. Um, and, and there is a lot of that, um, especially at the, at the early stages where you just have people coming in and giving tons of advice um, and, and, and that, that they just really don't know much about. So um, in, in our description of our club, we have uh, one of the rules that says, you know, be able to distinguish opinions from facts. Right. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of people out there really giving advice that are so harmful um, to a lot of people. We had a doctor on there who um, who once was uh, uh, in the room saying, well, I'm not getting vaccinated because I have a gas tank in my office and I just don't think that vaccination is really important for me because I have my own gas tank anyway and uh, wow. oxygen tank. And, 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 and that was a really harmful thing because, yeah, Maybe he has it, but as a doctor, you have a responsibility to not tell people um, to do things that are harmful to them. Um, and I think that's going to be really um, difficult. The, 
the, the thing that I've seen though evolve on this is that just as much as you have people who are peddling in misinformation, you now also a lot of people who are in the space who can challenge them right away, uh, who can say, no, I don't think um, that's the case because uh, you have doctors on there, you have um, uh, various experts who are just on the same platform as well. But there really is, uh, I think I see that much more on, on Twitter and Facebook where um, people are able to post their information unchallenged, whereas in Clubhouse, I think because it's a real live um, platform, uh, you have that, but it's still um, not immune for it. And, and as the app continues to develop, I think it's going to be very challenging to be able to sustain that. But I think also what I've noticed is uh, just as many as clubs that, for example, in the Namibia house have spun off because they were unhappy with us telling them that, no, that's not right, um, those spaces tend to not last long because okay. people are smart. They tend to say, well, you know what? You can only fool them so many times before they push back and say, no, this is not going to work uh, for us. So uh, there is a lot of that misinformation. There is a lot of, of freedom from responsibility um, where people think that they can say whatever they want and not gonna be held accountable. Um, but I think that's not just a clubhouse situation. I think it's uh, it's an all general. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And I mean, I think you've hit the nail on the head that one of the best ways to combat disinformation or hate speech and all these negatives is really to counter with the facts. So, yes. of course, one hopes that clubhouse is going to conquer, if you like, that negative space that seems to exist in, in so much of, of social media. Um just to go into the actual Clubhouse um, app itself, it seems that unlike podcasts, which I do fairly regularly, but which I must say the medium itself doesn't seem to have caught on very much with Namibians, at least not, not as far as I can establish, um, Clubhouse discussions are not archived or recorded. Uh, they're discarded by the creators as soon as the conversations have ended. And obviously, individual users will find ways and means of recording them on their phones and so on. But do you think the fact that Clubhouse kind of is there and then it goes away it is part of its attraction or is this in actual fact a drawback? In other words, you can never go back to it and say, oh, I want to listen to that conversation on that happened on Best Books in Namibia or something like that, but you can't find it because it's gone. Yeah, no, that, that's both the appeal and the drawback. Um, you know, we had, we regularly get um, requests to record um, sessions. And in the, at, the, at the initial stage, um, Clubhouse had uh, a, a moratorium on, on recording. Um, they, it was very clear that if you record it, you'll be removed from the app. Okay. Um, and, and, and now I think that that, that has been uh, lax, um, that you when you record, you have to have permission from everybody in the room. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, and, and the challenge of that is that when you have people coming in and out, in and out, it's really hard to have uh, that um, permission from everybody. So a lot of people have started doing it, uh, and the way they put, they get away from that, is, or rather they get a, around the permission issue is that they put in the title of um, the, the session that is going to be recorded so that when you enter, you know that you're going into a room that's being recorded. Um, we only have one session that um, that has been recorded on Namibia House, for example. We have a culture corner uh, that happens 
uh, every other Saturday. Okay. Uh, and the Culture Corner uh, is where we have people coming in to talk in their own languages. There is a, a um, Dr. Benzi who is at, um, at, at UNAM, I believe, who specializes in, in, uh, in uh, Alambo cultures. Okay. Um, and he comes in multiple times on Saturday and just talk about everything from wedding traditions, uh, funeral traditions, and and so on. And we also now have uh, rooms in Ochiherero that are coming in to speak about their cultures. And those are um, are recorded. And the the reason for that, that how we get away from that, is that uh, Tatembezi himself uh, indicated when he was when he was first invited that look, I get these kind of requests all the time from people, and I really would like to be able to record my session so I can put them on on, on YouTube. And okay. have people come back to and listen at a later time. So, so in that case, uh, the moderator actually goes to his house and records him there in his house, rather than on the app, and then okay. uh, that's posted. So there's a lot of of, of way to get around it, um, and people are doing that. But I think there's also part of that appeal where um, one, it almost becomes uh, appointment television in the olden days before there was a. Uh, digital recording for for television, um, where if you miss it, you miss it. Uh, it doesn't come back. So there's an appeal of that that you want to be uh, in the room, in the space when it's happening live. Um, but there is, uh, I would have loved to have an opportunity to record some of those uh, COVID conversations, for example, um, and be able to, to to put them live. Um, you know, even just uh, the the session we had with you and your book, um, the amount of historical context you're able to to offer on on, on Namibian history um, it would be right it would, be, it would have been great to be able to cover to record some of those um, for us sometimes it's just it, it is incredibly time consuming to be able to record as many of these sessions right. and most of the people who are on the clubhouse um, I don't know of anybody who's doing clubhouse full-time it's usually people who are uh, at work they're in between lunch or after work and things like that so um, I think it has, uh, as you rightly put it, it has both appeals and drawbacks as well. The fact that you can or can't do that, yes. And then we'll see, as you said earlier, how the app develops going forward and what people really want from it. Mm -hmm. um, just a reminder to our listeners that you're listening to the NMT's Free Speak podcast where we talk about all things media. Uh, Tuteleni, I should have perhaps mentioned earlier that... Um, Perhaps some people, again, those who are not familiar with, with Clubhouse, um, should be reminded that this is all about verbal interaction. And, and it really gives one the choice of simply listening in. In other words, you don't need to speak unless you want to. And or you can participate in any given discussion, usually by giving a show of hand. Um, but either way, you can tune in, so to speak, uh, to participate, especially in discussions on one's areas of, of interest. Um, perhaps there, just a quick question, and, and I think you've kind of answered it, but so far, what do you think have been the most popular uh, talking points in, in the Namibia House so far? The, the athletes issue, was that top of the spectrum, so to speak? The, the athlete issue was definitely um, top of the issue, uh, 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 top session. We had a lot of great people there. Um, the one that was surprising to me was definitely the culture corner. Um, the Culture Corner had well, um, I think, over a thousand people in the room wow. just for over three hours, um, really listening to, um, to, to, to just traditions uh, of, of, of um, 
how do you get married? How do you propose? How do you take somebody home? Um, that was really massive. Uh, we had also um, a session on um, on the red line, uh, which which really also um, had a, a lot of uh, participation okay. uh, on, on on that. Um, we also had an issue around um, the, um, the the two children that were denied uh, um, uh, Namibian papers, uh, citizenship papers. Right. Um, that was um, incredibly. Um, um, a, a big room as well, and and the health rooms um, are really um, uh, have been taking have been, have been getting a lot of attention as well. Okay, I that's think really the, positive. Yeah, exactly. And I think the, the 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 big appeal here is for me in the Namibian context. I don't know of another platform um, that allows um, people, especially young Namibians, an opportunity that level of experts uh, access, uh, where you can go into a room and um, ask the first lady, why weren't you vaccinated? Exactly. Um, you know, uh, that kind of open access is just um, not as, as readily available in a lot of, in a lot of spaces. Uh, and I think it's, I see that popping up a whole lot more. I think Namibians are making use of multiple uh, modalities as well. Uh, and I think a lot of Facebook lives are happening, uh, Twitter um, uh, sessions are also happening live now. Um, so, but I think there's just, uh, there's a lot of, uh, at, at this point now, I think we average in any session well over 100 to 200 people um, uh, in the topics that we have had there. But it's really, um, but the health issues um, and the, the hot topics that are coming up on a given day, I think those have been really um, full as well. Okay, it'll be great to monitor going forward, you know, because it seems to me there's a kind of, uh, a lot of people like the sort of controversy, if you like, about news events that are happening. But it's also yeah. very positive that you say um, there's a lot of interest in, in the culture discussions. And, you know, ultimately, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, uh, maybe in some of these chat rooms, as we've referred earlier, there will always be those people who are coming on board uh, simply to stir things up and so on. But ultimately, with well-moderated chat rooms, um, I'm wondering whether that's not actually a good contribution to media literacy and teaching people that you really can be part of a conversation, but to do so in a way that is not... Um, you know, upsetting others um, in that discussion and so on. And, and, and I think, I'm hoping that, you know, that is going to rise to the top. Um, Tuteleni, you also um, just mentioned, and I think I just wanted to touch on it, the fact that Clubhouse isn't, it, it's probably the first of its kind, but it's not unique. There are a lot of, you could call them imitators or competitors to Clubhouse, and you've mentioned some of them. I think Twitter Spaces, um, I believe Spotify has what is called a green room, and Facebook is said to be launching live audio rooms. Uh, do you think um, Clubhouse is going to kind of stay on top of the, uh, of the heap, so to speak, or are there others providing some serious competition? I think there's others providing serious competition, especially because they have um, a, a much more established uh, um, system. I think Twitter, if they really have, if they decide to go after Clubhouse, um, they could do it. Um, and since it was launched, um, Clubhouse has also slowed down a little bit, in, in my opinion, in terms of uh, innovating. 
uh, right now they have introduced a chat feature uh, um, where you can uh, send a direct message to people in the room, um, which has been very helpful uh, okay. because there's, you know, there's, for example, we, we had a room uh, last week on HIV AIDS. Um, and, and we all had other rooms on, on different cancers and people are not always comfortable talking about topics of, of health um, okay. and they can send a message to us and we can read out the question. Okay. Um, so, so, so that was, that, that, that was a, a new feature, but until now they really haven't um, had many other ways to innovate. So for example, the thing that frustrates me in, in the, um, as being a, a, a club founder is that they, there's not many permissions. So I have administration right okay. um, and I can open a room and unlock it to everybody else. Anyone else who's not uh, an admin can open a room under the club, but it's usually locked. Okay. Um, so if I if somebody wants their room to be open, they'll have to message me um, and, and I open it up. And obviously that's just not really efficient um, because if they had multiple roles that are that people can have under the club that will open it up a lot more so but i think it's going to be difficult for them to sustain it until they can unless they continue to innovate um and as uh, as you go on they're gonna have to address uh ways to um to deal with misinformation because there's really no central uh, requirement from them as a moderator. It's right. really more as a, an individual club. You get to say, no, this is the rule that we have in our space. But now if, um, if somebody does something that is illegal on the platform, um, and if those things become more, Clubhouse will have to figure out a way to deal with what is their responsibility in that space. Um, but I think organizations that have been around for a long time, like uh, Facebook, um, like... Um, like like Twitter and so forth, they're trying to figure out ways to do exactly what Clubhouse is doing to take away from um, for, for, from 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 that profit. But on the other hand, in in the technology uh, emerging technology space, a lot of these companies um, develop apps that become popular and then wait to be bought out by big companies. Exactly. Uh, you know, WhatsApp is a is an example of that. That got uh, bought out by Facebook, for example. Right. So it'd be interesting to see going down whether or not investors come in and say, no, we're going to support Clubhouse to grow further. Or maybe Twitter will say, no, you're really cutting into our business model and we want to buy you, right. uh, buy you out. But as you noted uh, with other spaces, there are a lot of other companies that are really coming for Clubhouse and doing similar things. And it'll be interesting to see um, how... Um, the innovation uh, continues under, under Clubhouse. And also right. just uh, lastly, in terms of uh, what the audience decide, um, if people start seeing that the place is much, much more toxic, they're not going to go back to it. Absolutely. Um, so, so there's a lot of, it's really, um, really early for the app uh, at this point. Um, it'll be interesting to even see just next year uh, how it grows. Yeah, the other thing is, of course, you know, I, I don't want to, it sounds a bit cynical, but sometimes I think that's the whole appeal of some social media is exactly the toxicity, because you often find it's exactly in those areas where the most people gravitate. Um, but we're hoping that will change in the future, because I'm also thinking if someone said something highly defamatory 
in, in one of the chat rooms. Uh, where do we kind of take it from there? I mean, if that happens on Facebook or Twitter, there's, or even if you delete the tweet or the post, there's always someone who took a, a screenshot to kind of prove what was said and to enable the person who's been vilified to kind of take uh, legal action if they, they so choose. Whereas on Clubhouse, of course, if the conversations disappeared, um, it will be difficult to prove that, um, in fact, that was said. But uh, to Delaney, as we move towards the last question or two, and thank you again for your time, um, I just saw a PC Mag review of Clubhouse where they used the following phrase, what if Twitter was a podcast you lived inside of? It's also been described, and you mentioned that yourself, as listening in on a phone call. Another is that, like, it's Zoom without a video. Would you like to comment briefly on these descriptions? Um, yes. Um, I think, um, actually, before I even get on that, let me follow up with something that you said uh, earlier, because there was an, an incident um, on, on, on Clubhouse where even though the recording does disappear, um, the Clubhouse um, creators themselves, uh, I think they still have some of those uh, okay. recordings they on their own servers. copy, right. Yeah, and, and, right. and there have been people who have actually been kicked off the, the, the platform because of, they have uh, said in, in, in inflammatory things. So what happens is that if, you, if someone says something that is inappropriate or uh, offensive to, to, uh, to you, you can definitely file a complaint with the, with the application and they, they do investigate that. Okay. Um, and, and and remove people, um, but <clears throat> to go back, I really like that uh, that um, PC Mag uh, um, description. I usually um, use to describe Clubhouse as an interactive uh, podcast. Right. Um, right. And, and 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 I think really that that is what was missing from a lot of these spaces. Um, that constant interaction. Um, and in in Clubhouse, you can sit there and 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 um and listen like you i think you said earlier you can just be in the audience and if you want to ask a question come up but you can easily just be sitting there and and listen to it um uh while you're doing whatever else you're doing uh, i usually sometime would have it on while i'm making dinner for example um okay and 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 and, uh, and it's just in the background uh but it's i think it's really that interactivity that uh grows and that uh, um um, that forces people to do it. I used to um, to be on, on on Twitter. We used to run Twitter chats for education, right. Right. Um, and and those were a little bit popular to start off with, but they fell off because it requires you to participate much more actively. Exactly. Um, and you have to, you know, someone asks a question, you have to, to sit there and type and and go back, and you have to 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 rush with time because each question lasts only so long. Uh, so there was just a little bit more uh, work that required you to do. You couldn't do that if you're, you know, if you're driving from work, you can plug in your, your phone in your car speakers and be able to listen to Clubhouse um, if you want to do that. Or you can be talking just like you're on the phone. So you are really living in an interactive, um, in an interactive uh, podcast. And I think that's really one of the draw for it. Exactly. And I mean, you know, when you really think of it, it's a bit like radio, isn't it? Uh, we all yeah. know that radio remains probably the, the most important media on our continent. Mm -hmm. um, and it's still very popular. And this is like having, you know, chat radio, talk radio, where yeah. you can actually participate or you can listen and you can have it on in the background, as you say, while you're cooking dinner. Yeah. So 
Tertilene, I'd love to talk longer, but I'm coming to the last question in terms of timing, and that is, uh, this going to be just another talking shop. I mean, I think even though there may be very interesting conversations happening on the app, um, do you think that's just where it's going to end, that people are just going to talk and talk and talk? And I mean, there's positivity in that too. Uh, but do you also think that it ultimately has the capacity to kind of make a difference to lives and livelihoods here in Namibia and elsewhere? And I'm really thinking of how we can translate what is happening through this audio app into real life, so to speak, and whether you think it might spawn some kind of innovation and creativity and even money-making prospects for a lot of Namibians who are going onto the app. I, I do, you know, that's a question that we, um, that I get asked a, a lot, especially with regards to Namibia House. Um, I think um, I look at Vince Khan as, um was the one right. who put it, said, you know, um, what is your mission? What is, you guys are working well together for the Namibia House, but what is the overall mission? What are you trying to, to achieve? Right. Um, and and at, the, at the initial stage, really for me, the, the appeal was just like, you know what, there's, that I'm always driven by conversations. Um, I'm, I'm uh, you know, my background is in communication and co uh, and uh, community and, and sort of conversations are really important for me. And I was interested in the fact that there were just certain conversations that I'm, I was, that I liked that weren't being had and Clubhouse provided a space for that. Right. Um, so the impact question for me, uh, the way that I have made sense of it now is that the, you know, it's not really just talk because uh, impact is really happening. Sure. Um, you know, just an example around COVID. Uh, when we had those sessions, there are people who actually went to get vaccinated as a result of those sessions. Okay. Um, because initially we were it was easy for us to dismiss and say, no, people are just caught up in all these fake news and, and all these, um, you know, fear-mongering things. And, but what we found is that as much as there were those people, there were some who really had legitimate uh, concerns. Someone who would come on and say, you know what, I have an, uh, a baby and I'm breastfeeding. Um, can I still get the vaccine? Exactly. Um, and and that, that person did not have a doctor that they can have that conversation with. Someone say, you know what, I'm taking you know, my, my, my HIV AIDS medication. What's the interaction with this? Can I, will this still help me? Uh, or would this cause uh, um, uh, major health issues? And people were able to have those conversations addressed. You know, we have issues around um, around around uh, cancer that people are able to come in and ask. So I think those conversations are really are having significant impact on people. Um, and 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 I for me, uh, as far as the the original mission and goal of being on Clubhouse, I'm satisfied with that. If I can have somebody have a question that I've had for the longest time answered by an expert that they weren't able to have access to, that for me is impact. Um, and as far as also in terms of making money, uh, Clubhouse is um, experimenting with, um, with ways to allow people to get uh, money for that. So for, on, on my account, for example, if you go on Clubhouse, there's a little uh, pay button where you can actually give money uh, contribution. And they're rolling that out around the world as well. Okay. Uh, we've, we had people uh, who have gotten jobs uh, from Clubhouse, uh, whether it's contracts for photography or contract for mentorships and web design and all these type of things. So I think people are really um, 
finding ways to monetize it. And I think impact is really uh, happening in, in, in this space as well. I think for me, I've always pushed back um, when, uh, when people say, no, this is just a conversation happening because there's a lot of um, things that are happening in that space. I was doing a, a project at Namtoni School in Karutura and I, I was working with students um, with mobile devices and I was, they, I'd given them mobile devices uh, to ask each other questions about uh, entrepreneurship and science. And they were doing all this recording and, and really having fun doing it. And a few teachers walked by and said, ah, man, these guys are just having fun. They're not even learning anything. Right. And my pushback to that is that, that people really um, miss the bigger picture. And the bigger picture there is that these students had to figure out a way to ask scientific questions to each other. They had to figure out a way to create these recordings and edit them and so on. There's a lot of cognitive processes that are happening from an educational standpoint in there that someone just dismisses it as, as, as just having fun or just talking. Um, and for me, it's really similar to Clubhouse because there's a lot of people who are getting advice on, you know, we have a, a financial literacy room that happens every Sunday, a, a road to financial freedom. Um, we had um, questions on how to write a will um, and, 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 and end of, uh, end of uh, life uh, estate planning and so on. Real a practical lot of those you're stuff, just not yeah. able to, 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 to have in other spaces. So I think really impact is happening, but I think what is, what it's also doing, it's problematizing what impact is and what it looks like. Um, and it's having impact in the way that perhaps we're not accustomed to. Um, but I'm curious to see how that impact grows. Um, and I hope people can really monetize it further and make a, a living out of it. Um, Tutalini, I think that's absolutely fascinating and a wonderful note on which to, to end this podcast. So great to hear that there is such a lot of potential um, through this app and indeed such a lot of positivity and not least of all I think great debate and discussion is something we really need so again there's that contribution I think to media literacy and I'm so mm -hmm. pleased to hear of some of the really practical aspects where you think this has made a difference in people's lives and may I finally suggest that it also seems as though this app unlike Twitter, for example, is, is a non-elitist medium. In other mm -hmm. words, people out there in the far-flung rural areas and so on, you've said already it requires little bandwidth, can also log on to some of these discussions and, and gain access to information, which of course is, is a big thing to me, um, to help them in their daily lives and to make them more uh, participatory and empowered citizens in our Namibia. So Tutuleni, I'm going to thank you so much uh, for giving us your time today. And without further ado, uh, a last remark from you, and then I'm going to let you go back to sleep. <laughs> no, uh, thank you, Grant, for the opportunity. Um, I, I think uh, you really summed it up well in terms of the other potential impact, especially around um, media literacy. For me, one of the things that it reminded me of my first, my first very um, academic paper that I that I that I had that was published was on um, on the the time that the Namibian um, created uh, messages SMS to the editor to the to the editor instead of um, right. uh, letters to the editor, um, and I and I spoke about that uh, how that really opened up the country in terms of 
participating in public dialogue um, where someone can say, you know, uh, we don't have this happening in our village and uh, a, a government official can read that and say, okay, let's actually address that concern. Um, and I think um, Clubhouse for me in the Namibian context is very similar um, because I was, you know, uh, last month I was up north in Okahau participating in Clubhouse just in the same exact way that I'm doing it here from Oklahoma. Um, so it really does enable so many people to um, to participate in in a, in a lot of ways. Um, there is, of course, you know, we we we're also able to see that some limitations because um, connectivity is a massive issue in exactly. uh, uh, in Namibia as well. Right. Um, and uh, we have, uh, you know, we had a um, uh, a minister once on there who was in uh, in Rundu and having connectivity issues. Uh, to talk on Clubhouse, and he was really just highlighting what regular everyday people uh, are having as well. So, so I really think it's a massive opportunity um, for Namibians to take up space. My um, drive for getting on earlier was that um, Namibia has often been left out in all of these emerging emerging platforms until Absolutely, later. Yeah. You know, and we didn't want to be the last one, so uh, we jumped on very early because we wanted to say, you know what, let's claim a space um, and, and, and make use of it. And it's evolving as we go, and I'm really uh, looking forward to see what people make of it. And I'm excited every time I see more Namibian clubs coming on, 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 uh, on Clubhouse because we are just continuing to take up space. And I hope we use that um, space responsibility, uh, that, that responsible way, um, so I, I, I thank you for the opportunity to talk about this because I really think it's a, it's a space that is uh, important in a lot of ways and it's only starting to emerge. So thank you. Thank you, Tutalini. All the best and take care and see you on Clubhouse or hear you on Clubhouse in the future. Thanks a lot. That's great.